Welcome to Getting Curious. I'm Jonathan Venice, and every week I sit down for a 40-minute conversation with a brilliant expert to learn all about something that makes me curious. This week, we're re-releasing an episode from February 2019 that's one of my favorite of all times with iconic figure skater Michelle Kwan, who is the most decorated American figure skater of all time, and Elliot Halverson, who is a, a three-time U.S. national champion, get out of my face, where I ask them, how does figure skating give us life? Welcome to Getting Curious. This is Jonathan Vaness. If you're not sitting down, if you're driving a motor vehicle, um, I just want you to be careful because, well, here's the thing. I feel like I may have oversold one guest and I don't want to make anyone feel any kind of type of way. And I know that I'm not. Um, there's two people in the room right now, actually three, including myself, which we've never done before. And I'm really like building this up. So, okay. You may know that she's been skating a lot lately. And the person responsible for, like, teaching me, like, everything I know in real life is this little baby girl, Elia Halverson, who's right to my left. Hi. Who we love so much. She's Hi. got new hair. We're obsessed. However, if you've known me for a little bit longer than the last two months, you would also know why you should be sitting down for what I'm about to say. Across from Elliot and I is none other than Michelle Kwan. Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> you're the cutest. No, we're just going to let you guys, like, gather. I know that oh you're, like, God. wigless, breathless. Everyone's feeling personally attacked by the um, severity of prowess in our presence. Truly. Um, yeah. I just want to say, first and foremost, well, Elliot, why don't you thank Michelle for, like, everything she did for us? She was truly the inspiration for my childhood. In totality. In totality. Mm -hmm. Everything that I wanted to be and strived for was this woman right here. Grace, poise, athleticism, fucking, like, just outfits. Raw emotion. Deep side parts and a spiral that could make you sob. Truly. And a smile that lit up a nation. Continues to do so in front of my face. I can't. (laughs) I'm sitting right here, guys. You are. But you really gave so many, well, I'm sure grownups too, but for me as like a kid, which, because you're only like a few years older than me, you were like had so much pressure on your baby shoulders. I didn't realize in my mind you were a grownup, but really you were a kid. I was a baby. I was 13 at the national championships. 25 years ago. The question for this episode I was thinking was going into, coming into this experience, uh, first time having three people in the studio in real life. I once did it on like a gun episode with Everytown, but they had to like call in because it was like a DC thing. It was in the odd days of, of getting curious. And so I've never had three people in real life in the studio. So I'm really excited about this. I'm feeling very in vogue about it. And I think it's great. But heading into this, I was like, I think the question is going to be, what's it like to be a competitive figure skater? You already know Michelle Kwan is the most decorated American figure skater of all time ever except for this like well yeah American figure skater of all time yeah you are there was one lady who was all more decorated but it was in the 30s and she also so happened to be a Nazi sympathizer which is problematic because I just watched this documentary about her and honey let me tell you something in the 30s and 40s there was hella famous people (sighs) not cool um not cool 
Elliot, though you may not know, is a three-time national champion, which were in the years of what again? 2004, 2006, and 2007. Um, And so... I was thinking the question would be like, what's it like to be a competitive figure skater? I always really wanted to be one. I, I was one in my imagination in my living room. Um, as Same. you may have saw, I you know, did do a very infamous sock skating routine um, in my sixth grade talent show to a very emotional piece by Jewel. So I, I can understand some pressure. You know, you felt I felt the pressure. You know, I I also I had to do a lot of uh, a lot of production on my vignettes, you know, for my competitions, like Mm -hmm. my behind the scenes stories. You know, they were just also, again, in my imagination and no one was there to film them. Michelle, you had some of the best vignettes of all time. Did you love filming a vignette? Like, was it, what would that be like? And, like, like those little backstories for the Olympics, would they be, like, would they, like, email your, like, Frank and be like, oh, can we come to, like, the rink and film her, like, training kind of, like, like you know, super intensely and really thriving? You know what? When I think about it, they came to the ice rink, and I was a bit annoyed. I was like, I have to train. Mm-hmm. Like, filming this vignette, filming, I mean, back then, we didn't have any social media. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt like it was a nuisance and it stopped me from doing what I need to do and that's train and do my triple lads, do my combination, do my spins, do cardio. You know, it's like not, that was my mindset. Not like, oh, this is fun. It's a backstory. Never they- in that cute little dark room with like the spinning metal, like and like they're like, they're, can you look off in the distance and then look to the camera like really gorgeously? Like you weren't like, okay. Like you're just like, uh, I really should be on the ice right now. Like you were worried yeah, about it. that was me. That was me. Was Frank angry? about that kind of stuff too? Did he feel like that was going to throw you off? No, Frank had a different perspective on it. He was like, you need to wear this and this and this. Mm. You need, he was the one designing it. He was like, I want you to work on that spiral. I want you to work. So he knew what would be pretty on camera. Mm -hmm. For me, on the other hand, I was like, I'm all about the jumps. It doesn't matter if I do a pretty spile. It's, Landing Ooh. that triple lutz at the, you know, three-minute mark. It's that footwork. It is that spin. It's that... So I, I kind of had a different... Wow, but that, what that's a blind amazing. spot he had <laughs> because that spiral is, like, what made... like Or no, what blind spot you... Because, honey, that spiral was... That spiral's emblazoned into my mind at, like, hardcore, right? Well, that's the amazing thing to hear you say that because I think your jumps were amazing and so solid, but it was everything else that made you so special and makes you the star that you are. And so to hear that you were way more laser focused on the jumping is that seems crazy to me. Well, before you were born, <laughs> Elliot, uh, I was known as the jumping bean at mm-hmm. 13 years old. That was like my nickname. And then to, you know, by the time I was 24, 25, my last world championship, they called me the artists mm-hmm. they called me other oh. you know they, so beginning when my career was like technical marks it was f- much higher than my artistic marks mm-hmm. and then it's funny like at near the end of my career it was just my technical marks were mm, and then my artistic marks were the ones that helped but me. you had a 
thick triple toe, triple toe. Oh, yes. Some seasons. We've oh. seen it. We've seen it. Yeah, oh, a lot. Yeah. It's like our favorite thing. We love to just like watch. That's what we do is just watch YouTube old competitions. Uh-huh. And then I practice on calling like flips and lutzes successfully. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I get a little confused on my inside yeah. and outside edge. But also sometimes that's not my, not my fault because sometimes there's a flutzes by those skaters. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, you guys should see the shady nods that Elliot and Michelle are doing when I just brought up a flutz. Never. They were both like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just remember Dick Button being like, her edge was, and then he'd pause. It's like, it was a lutz. And I'm oh. like, oh. <laughs> Thank you. Dave. Like, but yes. it was very close. Mine was, I never did the wavy S into the LUTs. I did more the straight line. So uh, it, it went from outside to flat. Never went. Mm, I was going to really deep. I did true LUTs and then my flip was very straight. It was very straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my half flip is <laughs> Getting really there. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, my half flip is from a mohawk. Yeah, she's from a mohawk. From a yeah, she's like, uh, sometimes I pop my half flip and <laughs> I get so oh, upset. We should say you've done a whole flip on the harness. Um, that's a lie. I okay. lifted you 17 feet off the ground. I almost flung you across here. that. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> you, that momentum was scary for, uh-huh. you seemed like you had it in control, but yeah. I was scared. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we tried to do some single turns the other day. It's weird. My off eyes, you know, single toe loop was Not just. Not translating as much as maybe you <laughs> thought. I thought it was, I continued to be surprised at my off eyes training, <laughs> just not paying off in the way I thought it was going to. I have to say, though. I am so impressed in your progress in skating because I saw you the first time skating and I was afraid to be skating next to you because I thought you were going to pull me down. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I thought you were the bird because I thought you were going to be so good. I was like, what? Um, No, I was, because you know what? My stepdad taught me how to rollerblade, which is like not like figure skating, but it's kind of not, not. No, it's kind of similar. Well, the stroking, those little pumps, yeah. it feels like that. I like the little pumps. Yeah, those little pumps yeah, feel yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? Just, just like those a little, little heavier with the rollerblades. Yeah, it's heavier. It's a little clanky. Yeah, the yeah. stopping on figure skates. Ugh! Yeah. Getting that <laughs> particular. Yeah, like, ugh, stopping. Okay, wait. What was your scariest thing, Michelle, to do? Like, what were you most scared of? Like, were you like, oh, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to hit my head because I get scared that I'm going to hit my head. Mm-hmm. Petrified. I mean, petrified of the triple loop. Mm. And it came to a point where I would tell my choreographer, I don't care. The first jump I'm going to do is a triple loop. So if you look at the end of my career, (laughs) the first thing is a triple loop. Like, once I get over that hurdle, I'm like, I'm good. Got it. (laughs) So you just had to get that out of the way. Yeah. What was it? Because it's just like the three turn into it. You're like, you hated that or something? Because do we do loops? Had to have a three turn? No. No. It just has to be like the double and then or like you're two. Yeah, and like, right. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So it's just similar to what you were thinking. Like when you get afraid of a spiral. Yes, you, yes, yes. It, when I pop my three turn. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I have this fear of slipping off my edge yes. and just going. I was going right. to ask, is that where the fear comes from? Because I've done that so many times. You think you're so set, ready for the jump. Yeah. And then somebody pulls the rug from underneath you and you're on your hip and you're yeah. hitting your head. And it's, it's so quick, too. Yeah. It's like, and Happens one, two, three. Yeah. Did that at nationals once. Yeah. Been you there. did it at nationals. The qualifying round. Did it in the final. But yeah, I did do that at a national oh stage. Yeah. No. I know. Which one was that at? Well, I won the final round. That was my first <laughs> national title. Well, I, well, sorry, I just didn't. Let me just say that. I love It's <laughs> not your fault. You had a Spielman that would, like, make you cry, mm. make you... If you don't know what a Spielman is, it's Spielman. Kind of like, 
Uh huh. Bielman. Bielman. Yeah, my bad. In my mind, she's like always that. just Bielman. 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 Yes. Why not? It makes so, so much sense. Makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. It is somebody's Biel- name, yeah. but Bielman. Yeah. Denise. Yeah. Denise Bielman. Yes. yes. Fierce perm. Love her. Really fierce perm. <laughs> love her perm. Love her. Yeah. Really boxy perm. Love that perm. But it was a different time. Different time. <laughs> it could have also been a natural. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> Um. Okay. Wait. So if you don't know what that is, it kind of looks like scorp or it kind of looks like dancer pose and yoga, but like all the way, like a really mm-hmm. extreme fully realized dancer pose. Mm-hmm. It's but spinning at high, much, very much velocity. Yeah. Oh, and I did those in spiral form going into my triplets <gasps> for a while. Wow. Wait, mm-hmm. stand by. You did it a spiral just going across the Feeling ice. in spiral. Ah! Crossing the front. So basically what that is, is just like doing a full dancer pose on skates going forward. Do you backward, just backward, backward. Backward, you did yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a nightmare. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. So you're just like, did, did you do like really expressive crossover arm movements before that? Oh yeah, so to get is, your speed? This is like last jump of the program. I was the last jump. Fuck me as sideways. Oh, yeah. So come out of the spin. <sighs> come around the corner with the dramatic crossovers that you much love. Crowd, I love it so much. Much, much, Hit much. center ice. Bielman straight down. Triple up. Come to a stop for the straight line footwork to end. Michelle Kwan inspired, obviously, and then finish the program. <laughs> Why don't we watch your programs on YouTube when we're? There's not many on, you- on YouTube. Um, can we please call someone and find like a yeah. DVD or something? Yeah, we need like to find. Un- I need to see this. Yeah, it's unfathomable. Really <laughs> I feel personally attacked in front of all the people <laughs> listening right now. Why don't we watch? A- I need to see your programs. I need there- to see that one, that gorgeous bird one. Uh, that is on YouTube. Uh, don't make that face. You just made the same face that Dan um, Levy made. In um, or Daniel or Dan Levy makes in Shit's Creek when he's yeah. like not sure about something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I love that. So I have the opposite kind of thing yeah. where near the end of my career is 2005 and the judging system changed. Yeah. And so the donut spin was worth yes. so much. Yeah. And Tatiana Tarasova came to the ice rink to help choreograph a program because I was leaning, going yes. into 2006. And we need to tell the children. Who Tatiana yes. is. Tarasova. She is an amazing coach, Olympic champion. She was famous for a big coat. Oh. Like that big, big coat. Yes. But like, Olympic champion herself. Yes, yes, yes. yes. She uh, sat next to Oksana, right, when she won. Wasn't no, she in her kiss? That's and Galena. Yeah. Oh, Galena. Oh, Galena yeah, yeah. seems like, but she also had a big coat, right? right. Yes, Everyone has Victor, a big coat. Yeah, that's Victor where the cliche Petrenko love came from. Yeah. And, so she, she's like trying to get my body to do a donut spin. Mm. And I'm like, Tatiana, I am 25 now. This, What's a donut not, spin again? It's a, oh, it's yes, a the bayou, donut. Oh, my God, yes. donut spin. And it was worth so, so much. Many. She's like, Michelle, I don't care. You're going to have to do it. And she's yeah. pushing me and pushing me. I'm like, ah, I can't do it. Did you say this is 2006? <laughs> 2005 going into 2006, okay. Torino. So I did a donut that year, too, because I was trying to get on the donut train. But I found a like, cheater way to do it where I really wasn't even arching my back at all. And I got it called every time. So Wait, you got a call to like as a as a as donut because it like looked like one, but I didn't really. Oh, do yeah, it. I okay. <laughs> so okay, wait. So this is actually a really gorgeous point, which you guys are gonna have to just like listen to me. Most likely, do an ad with like a British accent or something. Uh, we'll be right back with marketing curious after this. Welcome back to Getting Curious. This is Jonathan Van Ness. So, very interesting point, Michelle. Very interesting point, Elliot. So, everyone's minding their own business. It's 2002. A lot has happened. Bush is in office. Hillary is a sitting senator of New York. And then, Salt Lake happens, honey. A scandalo. Many a scandalos. 
But basically, like this Russian, this Russian. If you watch, there's an episode of Drunk History about this. There really is. And it's really fierce and it's really expertly explained better so that I'm going to do it right now. But essentially, the baby Russians and the baby French made a little baby pact to give each other favorable scores and placings uh, for like a dancing pair in exchange for a. Uh, say those girls, Yeah, say those names that you love. The, 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 those names. You're so good at it. Uh, Marina Anasina and Gwendol Pezerat mm-hmm. were supposed to win the, the Ice Dance title. And. Um, um, who is the pairs? The Russians. Um, Those baby. Because Jamie Sally. Jamie and, Sally and David Peltier. Yes, yeah, so they fucking put Canada. it down. They said, you know what? We're coming into the Olympics and we are going to like just take this long and short and we are going to cram it down your throat in this loving way. And we are just going to like single foot all of our stuff. and It's going to be so gorgeous. So the love story soundtrack. Do you remember? Uh, in the gray. Oh, in the gray. Yeah. And he's so muscular and she's so perfect and like she fits in his nook so oh yeah perfectly they got married Mm -hmm. it was like a love story yeah they they, they played in the snow during the program do you remember they like tossed like they like pranced around yes and then and then the Russians come go up and not that I'm like russophobic, but you know, there do, we do seem to be having a thing about you. Know, sometimes we get a little cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, and we it just keeps happening. And it's like I, mm-hmm. I'm not, but but also I did this like really sweet Russian girl's hair who was like 22, and she was like, everyone doesn't like us here, and I live here, and I love, and I was like, oh my god, you're breaking my heart. I'm sorry, like, but they're cheaters. But I love you so much. You know what I mean? But like, oh my god, but all Russian athletes are not cheaters. I'm no. sure. But in this case, those judges, honey, were. And backwards. So here's yeah. the thing: they're all at this cafe, and then this little you know thing goes down. And so then when it comes out, like these these Russian pairs go out. They sat down. I think they sat down something in their short. He, it was the long. He like fell out of a side by side triple sow. I think he, he yes messed up a couple. So stepped times. out of that. Yeah. But then they were like, well, their starting value was cuter. So like, mm, but then it was like a no. Like if your eyes don't work, it yeah. was better. But Very no. Yes. So then they end up getting gold. The Russians get gold, yep. and then the Canadians get silver. Yep. You know, and figure skating is a subjective sport, but there's been a lot of things that it, that, um, so, um, um, so everyone was really upset. Tears were shed. Tears were shed. On the podium, right? On, the podium. Was really? on the podium. Oh, it was very sad. Because they knew it was a Cerebonally 94 oh, moment. She kept the medal on. She kept the medal on, but yeah. she was pissed. Yes. And they're cute little matching gray outfits, and, and, they, and rightfully so. Yes. Mitt Romney was probably slow clapping <laughs> malevolently, you know, somewhere. And, you know, because it's Salt Lake, you know. Right, right, right. And so then it comes out because, like, that little baby French girl was so, the judge was feeling such a guilty, Couldn't guilty twinge, could not live with herself. So then she had to come clean about it. That's how I lie, cheat, and steal. I always tell myself it's going to be okay at first. And then it, I, and then this was like what, the, how I did it in my early 20s. And then once I did it, I was like, no, <laughs> like I'm a rip. I can't live with the guilt. You know, I can never live with the guilt. That's the yeah. thing. That's why you got to stay in your integrity because I just couldn't. And, she, and this lady learned to do it, you yeah. know, better late than never. Yeah. So then what they ended up doing, which I still look back on with a little bit of like a side of salt, mm. you know, for, they gave them dual golds because yep. you couldn't. But you know what? Did they give Miss Columbia the crown when Steve Harvey mm. called the other one's name? Very true. No. Take second place. Thank you. Yep. You got second. And Moonlight won Best Picture. Yes. Right. Did they both get a joint Oscar? No. You guys, and you know what else? As long as I'm talking about shit about the Olympics, it pisses me. I'm going to take a hard right into here we go. Uh, gymnastics here. Andrea Radukan. Ah. 
She literally had a Sudafed. They stripped her of her medal for what was literally, I'm not even kidding you guys, and it's not like one of those like, those who will remain nameless, but things that are like a heart medication that's like, why are you doing that? You know, you know, because like there's other ones that are like more controversial, right? But then this was a, this was a sinus pill. Yeah. Because also when they tested her in the vault final and the team final, it wasn't in there. There was none. And it literally was a byproduct. It was only because the night before the all around final, she had like a sinus headache and the team doctor like gave her like what was equivalent to Sudafed. And it, and there was like a thing in like the Romanian Sudafed it's like it literally is a and everyone across the board was like so Olympic Committee if someone out there is listening to this you really should get and, and even Simona Aminar who had that like fierce Yurchenko into a double, two and a half twisting like she's like her namesake vault like she got second that year and she was like no queen like it's hers like she even said so like it was a fucking Sudafed you guys I remember in 95 world championships um, I think it was the first time I probably had doping mm. um, I I had no idea what that was, um, but I I used eye drops because my eyes were getting dry, and I remember my doctor, the team doctor, after competition, um, they said, "Oh well, what kind of medications have you taken?" I was like, "I don't know. I'm just not even vitamins. I'm not taking anything." But I did do use eye drops, and he's like, <gasps> "It was this big scare." Oh so I, yeah, I. I've uh, heard of Sudafed. I've heard of like yeah. eating too much poppy seed. Or, right. And it's all this like, it's scary because yeah. you really, really have to watch what, what you're taking. If it's a Tylenol, make sure it's a Tylenol and make sure it's, it's okay. And it's on the menu of things that you're allowed to take. Right. Uh, yeah. You're just running your own business, working so hard forever. So... Ew. So but anyway, when that all happened, they did this thing where they were like, we have to redo the system because at the time, what did Eric Radford and that gorgeous girl, what did they, what, what was their throw Megan, quad? Megan and Eric, they had a couple like cool moments. They did tr- throw triple axel for a while, but they did throw quad sow. And they, they, they do side by side triple lutz. They did a yeah, lot of things that made them. Yeah, they did side by side triple lutz. Yeah, a lot of things that made them technically really impressive. Just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Just gorgeous. Yeah. He taught me, I had a really gorgeous day. Okay. Anyway, so, <laughs> no, he taught me so many good things. He's like, he was also like a good little baby teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost did die though that day because he was like, let's do a bunny hop. And I was like, okay, cute. But like, just like, but I was like, oh, I can't do that. And then I was like, oh, no, I can't do that. And he's like, let's do a chocolate. I was like, oh, I can't do that either. Like, there's just no way. And he's like, how about can you stand on two feet and like bend your how? knees? And just so I was like, uh huh. So I did that. And like, the literal, like, when I did that, like, my, I just put my right or my left topic, like, just right into the ice and then jumped and just went straight forward. No. Like it was, that one wasn't on camera, thank yeah. God, but like I was like, I'm cold, don't worry about her. She's just, you know, flailing around just like a, a nightmare busted. right in front of <laughs> Just flailing around in front of like the most decorated you Paris know, figure skater just of help all. help me if you can. Yeah. <laughs> nightmare, me. Okay, so anyway. So after that, everyone gets together and they're like, we're not going to do like a perfect six system because up until then it had been like a perfect six like technically you could get up to a six and then artistically and then they combine those two right and then it was like there's also a placement thing though the way that you there was like because it was like it was like points and the judges had to like be like because remember like after that the, like your little numbers would come down to like ordinals ordinals yes and that was where they really cheated the fuck out of them in the first place because because of the ordinals well the ordinals coordinated to the technical and, pre- and presentation score mm. and so that they would be added together and whoever had the highest that meant oh my score is mean that I put you first and I put you second and that's where the ordinal came from. Oh. There was like more math to it. There was the yeah. 
right? But she got more. But they don't do ordinals anymore, right? No. Elliot's looking at me like, help, Back help. I'm like, uh, I have no Michelle's idea. been like, I've been busy saving the world since I stopped skating. <laughs> sorry, so, sorry, like, so I've been like, really, no, I mean, honey, I mean, I love your post skating career is like major. Yeah, save like, the world. Yeah, you're, no, you're like, you're like, sorry, I'm just like doing the most. Um, okay, so wait, but figure skating. Let's talk about that. So, after that, they're like, so now the way they do it is it's like, they, it's like everything has a value and then it's like a cumulative, like, right? So, you get like your total score. So, there's two panels. There's the technical panel and then the judging panel. Uh, for every element that you do, you get a score. And the technical panel says what you did. Okay, you did a level four flying camel. And then the judging panel says how good you did it or how poorly you did it. And so then they factor in the base value somehow multiplied with the judge's grade of execution to grade, to get the element score, add up all the elements for the technical score. The judges also plug in their presentation scores, known as the program components, to find the score for your program. I wonder what wow. system we're going to face at the Gay Olympics for our Periscape. <sighs> I can't wait to gag them with the our throw double sow, where you're going to throw me. We're going to, like, hit uh-huh. them with such a surprise. <sighs> We're telling you that now because, like, I'm not even threatened by the competition, okay? (laughs) You know what? It should be, like, the judges with, like, big coats and they do it handheld. Like, yes. Oh, the two little cards. Yeah, the two cards. But that's very 6.0. The figures. I know. Oh, yeah. I want to do figures. What were figures, you guys? Tell the people what figures used to be. Do we know? You describe it, Elliot. We used to carry scribes. I did not. I missed the figures train, but I like know about it. But Michelle, you did it. I was the worst. You did it. Worst in figures. In your life, you did that. (laughs) Tell us what it it is. Explain it to him where he won't be so enamored by it because he finds it like. I want to trace a gorgeous so hard, on one girl. So to practice, so you would essentially get one strip of the ice. A patch. So you have one patch with designated JVN. And you basically take this scribe, you create circles, and then you try to trace them for about an hour. And That's a scribe it. is this big metal contraption where it has like a center Pinky point. A center point. <laughs> She's like a, that thing that you draw a perfect circle, like a yeah, contractor. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. For the ice. And you would draw your perfect circle, and then little baby Michelle comes out and she traces that perfect circle she drew. With my. With her feet. My that blades. little baby girl that you just did a TBT of on this very day, that little baby girl with her little haircut would go out on the little baby oh. yoga size ice thing and just do a little yeah. baby. What were the yeah. shapes like? Queen? Well, oh my God, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> you know why? It was so hard. I was probably 65 pounds. I was 65 pounds. I couldn't see my tracing. Oh, didn't, so you I, weren't, I didn't couldn't weigh see enough it. to make a tracing. I couldn't oh see my, my tracing. So, like, so when you're actually in competition, you don't have... Mm-hmm. You don't use your scribe. So, so you, you did. Have, you had to do this in competition. So, yeah. And so, the judges are on the ice with you. Yeah. So you basically get on the ice, and then you there's one line that you can create, and that's like your Ugh. starting entrance. And all your circles have to be off. And like then that. you essentially make patterns. Patterns. So and one is a loop. One is like a um, bracket. Bracket. You missed this. You would have been so good. I couldn't. I was so distracted. And then the circles have to be perfect. Perfect. Trace each other. Yeah, trace each other three times around on both sides. But the judges are on the ice with you in their shoes, like up close and personal, checking exactly how much you traced. It was just beyond technical. And so then you have like a three turn here. They'll put a red marker, Mm. red marker, and to see if it's a line. Mm. 
it, it was impossible Insane. for Too me. Much. Ellie, I've really given you like a good old fashioned Marsha Cross about what these figures are that I've heard about like forever, but I never remember seeing it on TV. Like when I first started watching figure skating in 1991, wasn't religiously, yeah. I never knew what it was. And then I feel yeah. like in a documentary I saw, but I still could never wrap my head around it. And then, so I've asked you a lot about it, but I can't. So when did that go away? So I was very fortunate because I was really bad on at figures that I only went up to level level four, oh. and then they stopped figures completely. And what they said was that they did this because of what Janet Lynn. Yeah. Oh, great. What, what they they started the short program because yeah. she was really good. Because th- there would be people that were so bad at figures, but were such good jumpers. And yeah. So yeah. How did it, but how did it? How did competitions go before that? There was like so a figures fig- wasn't televised. No. at all. So it was it was the judges on the ice. Yeah. So in the so in like the nineteen seventy two Olympics. Uh-huh. Or whatever. Well, you would jump in on TV for the short like program, Peggy. and they would say, but like going a into Fleming's the sh- day, yeah. But they, for the short program that you'd be watching, they would say, coming in from the figures portion, so and so is in so and so place. Yeah. Oh. So they would just say, like, this is where they're all ranked after. And, and there like was the no preliminaries. Internet. The preliminaries. Got it. Oh, and, uh, which I always hate that I couldn't see. Right. And you, right. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes. That always so infuriated the, me. So Janet Lynn, they said that they brought in the short program because of her. Yeah. Because she was brilliant skater, so she they did short program, long program. Yeah, and then so prior to that, it was figures, and then just long. Yeah, oh, and one program. Yeah, one. Oh. Yeah, you're listening to Getting Curious, and we'll be back with more after this quick little ad. And then Elliot told me that there was this boy who would like tap his like he was always like a cigarette smoking Carlo. coach, and then he would like tap a little like little bit. He, he messed up ash. on his teeth. Yeah, he, like the ash. Did he really? He would like for many things. I heard. I've heard that he would like walk around and tap his cigarette ash on like different markings on the ice to be like, oh well, you were you know flat here and ash ash ash, and your spin really traveled here, ash ash ash, and that was like his like <laughs> bratty thing. Yeah, traveling spin, I understand. Yeah, I, like I and I you just, know how I to just, travel your yeah. spin. I didn't, I'm really good at traveling my spins. But I also sometimes can stay very oh, centered. Yes. Oh, you yeah. know, sometimes. Uh-huh. But I also just, like, really, like, fig. I, I want. I think I just want to trace, like, a fucking big old eight on one foot. Yeah, I know. We can like do I, it together. I'll show you what I mean by suddenly you're making these big circles and you're like, I'm doing this for how long? Yeah, too And you long. just. And, and there's no, no music? Movement, no. No anything. No, it's just silent. you and the ice. Dead. Uh, yeah. And patch it's practice was at like four or five in the morning. morning. It was re- it was just the bane of every skater. Yeah. And, that's and you had two different skates because they didn't have sharp yes. toe picks. Oh, so two different ones on yeah, your foot? Yeah, one figure, like one for patch and one for freestyle. Oh, weird. Yeah. Different pairs. I was trying to find a gift for Jonathan. Oh. And one of the things I tried to look on eBay was the wooden, you didn't yes. even have them, the wooden handle. And you just basically put your your blade on it. And you have usually your patch skate and oh, your wow. figure skate. And it was just this. How oh, cute. I need to find it for you. Michelle got me this gorgeous like f- skate holder, but I'm never gonna actually put a skate in it because I'm gonna put it in a shadow box and like frame it and like put it in my <laughs> living room. It's good. I've been like looking for like a high quality <laughs> art piece, and I found it. Um, I'm so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was doing a few days before Christmas. I was oh bedazzling this thing. <laughs> With a hot glue gun. Of course. Oh, everywhere. That the first time that I got to spend time with you is when we were campaigning for gorgeous Charisse. And, like, yes, thank God, kids, I'm so proud of you. Um, but, and she's just doing such a great job. But, um, 
when I realized, like, because I, I can be around. I mean, I've been to the Emmys. I've been. I've met a lot of very famous people in the last year. When on, I will never forget in Australia. We were in Australia, and you liked one of my pictures. And I, like, literally, like, I, I couldn't tell if it was the jet lag or just, like, the pure, <laughs> unadulterated, like, love. But, like, I just started, like, sobbing all uh-huh. the way. Uh-huh. Like, just, like, oh, like, oh. And, um, <laughs> no, like, it, it's, like, it's just, it's so crazy. I don't even want to get off track because I really wanted to. Also, this is obviously clearly not going to be a 30-minute episode if we have time. <laughs> um, so, um... Uh, what was that like pressure-wise for both of you? Because you were, like, used to a 6.0 system. You were used to competing under that. And then, like, completely changes. It just And so it made your body, like, do different things or something. I didn't. Personally, I didn't like it because I went from the 6.0 system where you're not counting. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're doing a spiral or doing spins that I don't like, like, I, I physically could have gotten myself in a position of a donut spin. Yeah. I would do it because it's worth something. Course, but it right. is so ugly. Yeah. It's just And like the music didn't call for it. Yeah. Or, yeah but yeah, you yeah. just hey, you have to put it in your program. Yeah. That's what I did. And like then it. everybody else does it too. Yeah. So whereas you know everyone has yeah. yeah. Everyone has the same footwork, everyone has the same spin because it's worth more and it's just Well little no skaters freedom. now when they're practicing, they're tallying their scores yeah. as they're skating. They're, yeah. they're counting. Their run-throughs. They're counting up their scores as they're skating. How can you possibly be thinking about the technical things or the performance if you're racking up and doing a math equation in your yeah. head? Yeah. Well, the last program uh, that I choreographed, um, it was exactly that. It was like a manual that you were on the ice thinking, looking at what's more important, what's, I mean, what's what. And then it was just weird. It was like, is this creative? Is this figure skating? Is this, but you have to abide by them Mm -hmm. because that's That's the only way you win. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in, Gymnastics that happens, like especially like when you look at like beam routines, it's like because and and I think really when it comes down to it is because like they're trying to make it more fair and Mm -hmm. like a little bit less subjective. But in doing that, like you, I think some of the subjective elements, which is like artistry and feeling the music, like suffer and in in a trying to make it maybe. Well, it it appears that the judges will find a way to make it what they want it to be regardless of what the system's going to be. They now can just doctor up the component marks and that's how they can have a hand on what they want the results to be. Mm. And yeah, I think the attempt was to get the sport away from being so subjective, but I don't, it's a subjective sport and I don't think you can take that away. And the judges have already found their ways to do it in the new international judging system. Mm. To me, it's always like, well, I was a little confused. I was like, so you're going to change the judging system, but it's, you don't change a judging system if it's the wrong people or if they're cheating. It's not the system. Yeah. They'll always find a way. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing that I. It's like, just get rid of these problem actor judges. Yeah. Right. Well, and actually they're opening it up where they can bump up a score to the person they want to bump up the score to on every single element throughout Mm -hmm. the program. Okay, that jump maybe was a plus one, they give it a plus two. Then the next spin, they give that one just one increment. Well, then for a whole program, (laughs) they've been able, you've given them now 15 chances. Okay, so question. Oh, so it's like, it doesn't even do, you've made it almost worse. Yeah, worse, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Okay, wait. 
Oh my God. The, I got so interested in that question that it like totally <laughs> went away from me. Oh yeah. So in the old way, did you have just one, like, was there a technical panel and then an artistic one? And no. now, no, there was just one. one. Yeah. And now is, does the technical panel now, that's the one that has to be like, oh, that was a flutz. That was under rotated yes. or whatever. And then the, in general ones do the artistic ones. Judges. The judges are grading the Everything. execution for jumps, spins, footwork, and artistry and the program components. But then the technical ones were like, if they if the judge gave that triple triple like a, a five goe or whatever, but then the technical person like actually that was under rotated like after they review it or something. Yeah, is that how it works? Yeah. So on the fly, they're calling the program as the program's happening. Yeah, they're in their headset saying they're calling the footwork. They say level three footwork, and the judges it's fed into their computers. And but it, they are supposed to be giving the geo the grade of execution regardless of what the technical panel is saying. Oh. It shouldn't really matter to them. And it's just confirmation, the technical. It's just for the score. It's not for the judges. The judges aren't supposed to be really um, thinking about what technically they're doing. They're just supposed to be saying how good or bad it was. Why don't I understand the technical panel? Technical panel, it's like they are... um, So, you guys, if you watch figure skating, if you don't, you're like, I hate this episode, but go (laughs) fuck yourself because you should watch figure skating. Um, So there's that little box in the left-hand side that's like the little ticker box. And that's the technical... That's the technical panel, really, because that that box is ticking up what the technical score is. Oh, because it'll be like because if they fall, then it's like a negative one or whatever. Uh, we have to watch this together more. Yeah, mommy has to understand better. And actually, no, I think that's not even right. I think the little ticker at the top does feed in live grade of execution from the judges too. Because it'll be like current leader or whatever, and then like for yeah. everything that she's doing, it'll be like great goe five, but, and then it like adds, and then it goes to the score. Well, I, I, I think that gets confusing though too, because at the end of the program, they can they've flagged different elements. If they think that jump was cheated, they flag it at the end of the program. They're going to go back and watch the review, and they can then lower the base value, which would change that little score that you've been watching rise. Oh, yeah, 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 because that happens sometimes. And also, if you guys don't know it, like, a a way that you could, like, review a jump, it's like, if it seemed like she didn't fall and it seemed clean to you, like, it could have been, like, a little bit under-rotated, like, you so viciously accused me of doing all my off-ice single acts (laughs) for my comments (laughs) earlier this summer. Do you remember that? I do. I have no comment. I have no comment to that, but I do want to speak about cheating of jumps, and I think this is one of the bigger ways that the new judging, I can't call it the new judging system anymore. The international judging system. Also known as the IJS. The IJS system, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, (laughs) They now have all these slow-mo videos of the jumps. So if they think a jump is cheated, the program's over, they go back and they watch the jump, and they slow-mo the crap out of that jump, and they're zooming in on the toe. When, When does the toe, when does the foot come down, and was it cheated? And it can take away from some of the magic of some pr- famous performances that we've all seen. If they, if we went back and laser zoomed in on the jumps of past champions, I think now maybe a lot of things would have been downgraded and called cheated, and it would have skewed a lot of results in the way that it's skewing now. And it, it leads to an, uh, you don't understand what you're watching because you think you've watched this great performance. The crowd goes crazy. They didn't ever fall. It was an amazing moment. Then the technical panel rips it to shreds, says everything was cheated. That person gets sixth place, and no one understands why. And it's only because they zoomed and they slow mode and they found all the flaws they could find. And it just takes away from the magic of skating that I think was the reason why the audience used to love it, that they don't as much anymore. 
the one thing I remember hearing backloaded, I was like, whoa, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. Backloaded. Mm-hmm. And now it's like the two minute mark, yeah. right? Yeah, Where yeah. Halfway. each halfway point. Uh, I, I guess I can't, I don't know for sure. But yeah, they don't do that, but they, they don't, now they don't do it. So there was this big contract. Well, no, because it only counts for three. You only get 10% extra on three, three jumps. Three elements. Okay, got it, right? I think it's three jumps. Jumps. Three yes, jumps. It was only ever done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. you know, sorry. Um, but yeah. So basically, like, there was, like, a little, there was, like, a little baby, like, there, like in 2018, um, Olympic champion Alina Zagitova basically did this thing where she, like, Zagitova? Zagitova. 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 Um, she had, like, this program where she literally, like, you know, a long skate's what, four minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she basically because there was this rule in, in that season where it's like every jump that you did after the halfway mark of the program got a ten percent increase. So she played the game, honey, and yeah, you could, don't did. hate the player, she honey. Did. She played. She it. did was like don't hate the player, hate the game. Yes. But I still, mm-hmm. but for me, you know, I and I'm not asking anyone to make any controversial statements right now. So make them at your own peril. But I was definitely. I call you. I'm. But Yifkenia. what did Alina do? What did she do? I know we've talked about it. I don't want to have a fight in the studio in front of the most decorated American figure skater <laughs> of all time. Okay. She did all of her jumping passes in the second half of her program. Right, and so that's. Oh, but I thought. I, but I thought did Medvedeva do that too? No, not all of them. Hers were balanced. Oh. She had a. She did a triple triple in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I thought it almost looked so easy for Alina to do all of the jumps in the second half of her program. I almost wondered if that almost worked for her where she could get her butterflies out in her footwork and kind of be wobbly in the footwork, kind of wobble in the spins, kind of like get her feet underneath her. She's had a two and, and a half focused. minute warm up. Yeah. And now she feels in the groove. She's not as nervous. She's not scared by the audience. Then she can land her seven jumping passes because she had a warm up. Yeah. Which is smart. Inter- and yeah, I think yeah. it ended up working for her. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't create like, it did create like a, a markedly different aesthetic yeah. than anyone else's program yeah. that I think was not as an enjoyable program to watch because it just was like all of my breathless moments were like, I mean, it, it's like when I'm playing Mario Kart. I'm like, this is <laughs> Like, it's like, I'm just, and I guess that is like exciting and different. And maybe that's what they were looking yes. for. But like, I, I like that they took it, that you still get the benefit of like a little bit of an added judge of the 10%, but it's three jumps now. And so yeah. like every single one, which I do think lends itself to yeah. a more like, you know, I'm such an opinionated queen when it comes I, to figure skating. Honey. I struggle with this a little bit too, with some of these new young jumping freaks out there. And but in a loving way. In a loving way. Yes. Oh, jumping yeah. incredible yeah. freaks. Yeah. So there's basically these three little baby booby Russian girls who are just <laughs> cute as they could be. And then there's this one little 12-year-old American girl, honey. She does triples like it's, you know, with her triple eyes closed. Axle, triple axles. Triple axles. Axle. So good. Then there's this other Japanese girl, Rika, who is fierce, honey. And triple she does axle, she has a queen. triple axle and she has a triple triple. Which triple is axle, triple toe. Which effortless. Effortless. Then there's um, Sasha Trusova. Yes. Quad girl. Who's reigning silver Russian. Reigning junior world champion, silver medalist in, in Russia. Russia. Yeah. And then also then we, who had a sick quad, yeah. gorgeous quad. quad. Yeah, but then she fell in her quad. quad and at Junior World, she did quad style and quad toe. Wow. Incredible. And, and she she sat down her, the lut she fell out of, like, in her combination, but she can do a quad lut triple loop. Loop, I think. Probably. It's a loop. Probably. It's a loop. It's insane. And then you have Anna Sherbakova. Also quad luts. Also quad luts. Also quad toe or quad south. She's, the two of them are crazy. She's number one. She won. But yeah. that was like the cleanest, most gorgeous. That was absolutely Incredible. stunting. Yep. Then also there's this other girl who, Alina Kostranaya, mm-hmm. who works, I think I'm kind of like, 
You're like turning into Naya. an yeah. I'm turning yeah. into yeah, a yeah, coaster yeah, yeah, Naya. I'm slowly but yes. surely turning into a coaster Naya myself. My once I get like a back bend out of my bower, honey, she better watch out. Yeah. Um. Not really though. I love you. Um. <laughs> but she has this double axle that's so big it yeah. looks like a single because it's so, like she could just like uh, but I feel like she really could. She does a triple on the internet. Yeah. But not in competition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think she's going to. I don't know yeah. if she's just saving herself for. She senior. does forward inside rocker change of edge triple axle. Yeah. I yeah. feel like she's about to. Oh she's just goodness. saving yeah. that. Mm-hmm. She's just saving it so that when she comes on a senior, she's gonna yeah. be like, yeah, 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 yeah. like bye, like all like uh, you yeah. thought I was scary before with my like perfection. Like yeah. get out, of, sit down, queens. Yeah, mama's here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know that I really ever thought I would see the jumping that I'm seeing from these young girls. And I, I know you don't watch a lot of men's skating, but I can say the same for the jumping that I'm seeing in the men's from people like Nathan Chen and Shoma Uno and uh, Yuzuru Hanyu. The amount of quads that they're doing is mind-blowing. And I really didn't think that I would be seeing quad lutzes as frequently as I am, especially from 13, 14-year-old girls. Yeah, same. Just I it's never, mind-blowing. When I saw it on Instagram, it was like someone sent me it. And I was like, this isn't real. This yeah, isn't real. I right. Know. And I had to slow mo it yeah, to make sure that rotations. it was, yeah, four revolutions. And that was the same with Nathan when he did the triple or oh, triple CM. My yeah, head's already can't even say it. quad lutz, quad flip, quad sow, quad toe. I'm like, yeah, loop. The, all of them. Yeah. It, it really is. And I just hope that they're, they're healthy and strong because that could put a big toll on your body. No. And I, yeah, just teenage bodies. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I just went so positive and then went new. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I can say, you know, well, I can say from personal experience from learning my waltz jumps right. that taking a hard fall out of a half revolution is much painful very much. So I can't imagine how much it hurts to really fall out of like a literal jump very much. Why don't you tell them your scariest moment, LL, that you told me about that I was just like, oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. This is trage, honey. Yeah. But not like the competition tragedy. No. Yeah. No, no, no. The weights. Yes. Yes. The wrist oh, weights. No. Yes. Uh, weights Furiosa. tried to sabotage me because I was competing against his his boys and made me try a triple sow. I was like a wafy little 11 year old with a fresh new triple sow. He made me try it with both my arms up. I think I maybe did that. And then he put two little uh, wrist weights on my tiny little wrists and had me try the triple sow with both my arms over my head. And I was blown away by the extra weight and smashed my head on the ice. It was really tragic and terrifying. And I was forever very afraid to jump. It's jumps scared me very, very much. I would, I would um, come home from nationals every year and have a month period where I wouldn't, I refused to jump because like the reality of what I was doing would hit me again. And I would be so terrified to do triple jumps that I would just refuse and pop for a whole month because I was so scared to hit my head. I've never heard of jumping with weights, let alone little wrist weights. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. As a lifelong super fan of figure skating, I always obviously knew it was super duper hard. Like it, when I was like seven, I went for like the first and only time and I like got two steps out on the ice. I told both of you the story 17,000 times. So I apologize. I don't think I've told the children on the, on the pod. <laughs> but basically this boy just like, as I looked up, like this boy just kind of like body checked me. And next thing I knew, like my, like my face was on the ground and my like teeth were through my lips. No. And I was like, oh my God, I'm actually just like an expert carpet figure skater, <laughs> uh, lifelong, like president of the carpet figure skating association. President. Um, so that's what I did. 
you know, um, very much developed career, you know, it was, it was really good. Um, so, but now, like, as I've actually like have started to learn it, like not that she's doing, you're learning it, girl. But like, but the, Mm -hmm. just like, but having so many people around you, like when you're trying to even just like, Mm. if you're like, as you're practicing or like, I can't even imagine like being that stressed out at a competition and just all the butterflies and like having like six people on the ice at the (sighs) same time. No, but just not running into someone. Like if, if someone's like really like doing some fast stuff while I'm like doing my waltz shows from a standstill or something like I get really nervous like with people moving quickly around me or like falling around me like I just you can just get distracted and then I fall because I'm watching someone else yeah and it, and it is it's scary like being like four inches above because like the blade adds like how many inches is that off the ground it's like at least yeah. like three or four. three or four yeah but it's scary up there I've collided with skaters. Totally. Michelle, I was like, gonna, oh, I was gonna gosh. ask if you have any, like, what what a six minute warm up is like at the Olympics. Yeah, so I've always had this same routine. So I would go around once and do my 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 thing, my my usual inside outside inside mm-hmm. outside edge, and then I'd go right in jumping. Uh-huh. Like I was warmed up already before getting onto that. Right, because like in the back, you would just be like stretching out, getting yeah. ready, have and, your headphones in. And usually, if someone's in my pattern or like I'm going into my jump and someone's in there, I'm still going. Oh yeah, I'm still going for it. And someone, oh shit, girl! Yeah, somebody, space. Yeah, you you kind of go in. You're like, yeah. I, I can't have another try. Sometimes, so when someone's there, you no, you better move. Like it's pretty, it's pretty intense because I think there's times when you're spinning and you know you're on someone else's pattern. So yeah. I think when you get a certain point in training, it's like you know people's patterns. So the rule of thumb when the music's on, you get out of the way in practice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, and I, I, I'm not a yeller. I'm not a, but I've known to say a few words yeah. when my you music's did? on. Yeah, I'd be like, move. Uh-huh. And it's not a move, can I get out of the way, please. So no, I'm, it's, it's well, my you could music. Be injured. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get out of my way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's, it's one of those like unwritten rules yes. in figure skating. That yep. Music's on. There, t- it's yeah. their turn. Yeah, it's my turn. But did, like, were you ever just like really in your training or really in your head and like didn't realize that someone else's music was on and they had to yell at you? No, I, I'm usually Super pretty aware. Super respectful, very much. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to be aware of who's on the ice. But the six minute warm up, you you don't have time to get yeah. out of like oh courtesy here, get out of the way. No, you when you're in a pattern, you've got one time to do a triple lutz yep. and warm that jump up you're you're in it i'm like i'm full flow like i'm what's going it for like it. when you're warming up this for both of you uh-huh. what's it like if you're warming up and has this ever happened where you like warm something up and um like you you fall on the warm-up like mm-hmm. cameras are on like yeah. you know they're talking about it up in the thing like oh fuck she just fell <laughs> or oh fuck you just like sat that down and then you don't have a chance to do it again yeah. and you just gotta like dust off your like wet cold hip now and yeah. like yeah. your wet cold skirt for a second and just you, you don't get super wet but like a little bit you know <laughs> if, if it was like a fall fall as I say like still wearing my crash pads I just realized um, and I'm like literally in my crash pads still um, but so, yeah my little butt pads, pads yeah um, so uh, and then you had to go out and like land it like has that ever happened like was there ever here's a question I got there originally or eventually I meant to say was there ever a world championship that you won where you fell in the warm up and then like landed it yeah because it, you want to get which all one do you remember shakes. which one which one do you remember oh my well, god tell I'll, me I'll tell you one um, it was in Vancouver uh, world championships this is the world championships that almost didn't happen for me because it was the qualifying round long program and my boot 
breaks open from a double axle. Mm. Breaks open. I mean, you could see the nails of my boot from the heel to the white part, right? And I didn't warm up anything. Didn't warm up at and I had to get off. Wait, the what's ice. a qualifying round? So some At world worlds. championships back in the yeah back in the day, we had the long program to qualify. I think it was like top twelve. Yep. And then the top twelve would go into the short program, then long program. Yep. So it's like it's just qualifying round. It wasn't televised, I think, in that. No. In that. But it was because so many countries would qualify so many skaters that they couldn't have them all do both the short and long. So it's just like if you get like, to the fifth and sixth heat. Or so whatever. it's like yeah. group A, group B, yes. top 12, top 12, yeah. and then 24. Yeah. And then you do short program, long program. Yeah. So I, pl- like, I fall out of a double axle and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? So I didn't warm up anything. And luckily, I think I was like last to skate in that qualifying and my dad came down because he's always like sharpening my skates so he Wait, knew what year was this? Vancouver what, what, 2001 one and so my dad came down from the stands and he literally took my skate upside down he hammered a nail about four inches oh my god into through the into the heel so I could actually feel the, <gasps> the head of the nail on my it was so crazy, but I didn't know what to do. So Frank goes, well, just give it a try. So <laughs> it was a little off, but I still landed that triple loop. Mm-hmm. I did triple, triple, I think, and skated a clean program, wow. got off the ice, and I was like, that just happened. I it, I almost forfeited that. But that was in the qualifying That one. was in the qualifying. So then by how long, is that like just two days before the normal short and long? Yeah, exactly. So did you, did you skate with that same boot or do you have like a good backup I, skate? No, I didn't have a backup skate. I used the same skate, wow. but by then I can actually make it a little bit comfortable. But if you look at, I should find it and show mm-hmm. you a picture because it is four or five nails just drilled. Wow. Into so it's sticking skate. out the bottom of the skate? Uh, no, it didn't go all the way through. It was the bottom of the heel. But it, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So because in the skate, and then you could do through the skate. Oh, my God. Uh, Unreal. So the shoe part separated from the heel part? Yeah. It's like breaking your heel and being like, you know, <laughs> trying to walk normal. Yeah. And then trying to do a long program. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a friend who didn't know she had a broken foot and she like had done the short program, was in a wheelchair the morning of the long program and everybody was telling her she couldn't because she couldn't even walk. And she just wanted to will herself um, to do this. And she got out and did a clean long program and qualified to nationals on a broken foot and wow. like limped off the ice. It was very Carrie Strong. But it didn't heal in time for her to... She couldn't go to nationals, but it was like the most heroic, one of the more heroic things I've ever seen on the ice it was incredible love you christina you're incredible amazing. good for her mm-hmm. yeah amazing so we're way over and mm-hmm. that's okay um i do want to just briefly touch on michelle post so 2000 well okay i'm not over 2006 injury like trino very much grace very much Dignity, very much hip injury, right? Yeah. Hip, I will never forget that press groin, conference. Hip. Much, yeah, I remember groin, but then I wasn't sure and I didn't want to say it. I feel like that wasn't. So whatever. Not that groin's like a dirty this word. Whole like, area. Like <laughs> this all whole got, area. Just got like all fucked up. <laughs> um, all messed up. Um, okay, so um, since then, though, went on to become very much activist, very much you worked in the gorgeous Obama administration. You worked in, you worked for Hill Hills somewhere. You did all, you're like, she's all sorts of like really chasing passion. Passionate dreams. 
Well, it was a complete 180 for me because I then after 2006, I was like, I need to go back to school, went to the University of Denver, study political science and international relations. I was appointed as the first public diplomacy envoy uh, traveling on behalf of the U.S. government, uh, traveling all over the world and then inspired me to pursue my master's degree, then got a master's degree in foreign policy. Then I actually got a a real job. I ended up working for the State Department for a few years and, you know, had the opportunity to work for Secretary Clinton, Secretary Kerry, uh, and then joined the presidential, uh, Hillary's presidential campaign as the surrogate outreach coordinator. So yeah, it was a complete 180, um, huge activist for Special Olympics. So yeah, there's been things outside of skating and outside of sports that I really care about. And I never, ne- I've never thought about it when I was skating. I was like, I'm never going to leave the house without skates. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, I'll never leave the house without my computer. (laughs) (laughs) Without working and trying to, I guess, make a difference, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I also just, and then I'm going to get to gorgeous gorgeous Elliot post-skating. So, but I just want to say this. After Nagano, I remember very clearly, I think you were on Jay Leno when you said it. And if you didn't say it, I read it. But either, I'm pretty sure I watched it. But he said, what did it feel like to lose the gold? And you said, I didn't lose the gold. I won the silver. (laughs) And I literally just got chills. Like, everyone was just saying it. And I feel like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. I got bullied just, like, so badly. And, like, nothing ever got, like, any easier for me. So seeing someone who, like... Literally, you gave me so much inspiration. And to see you have, like, that disappointment in public and handle it so gracefully, it really, I don't know, it just really taught me something. And you continue to teach me something, like, in the rest of your career, like, being able to handle disappointment. And uh, and I feel currently, you know, like, there's just, I'm really disappointed. I'm hopeful, but I'm also just disappointed in the state of so many things, you know, in this country, obviously it goes without saying you worked on Hillary's campaign, like, but I think that you've been, we knocked on, we campaigned for Sharice, like, we have turned that disappointment into, like, actionable things, and Mm -hmm. I really look up to you for that, so how did you do that? Like, what is that in your spirit that, like, keeps you moving forward and keeps you, what can you tell someone who's going through a disappointment and you have, you've continued to teach me how to, like, stay positive, like, for Ebbs. How can you, what's, like, something, you know? Well, first of all, you are so inspiring uh, to so many. And, you know, just having the chance to get to know you in the last year, it's been it's amazing, like just how you feel and how you go about your life and how you want to share it and how that impact uh, to so many millions of people's lives. So that I want to start off by saying that um, the Jay Leno, I remember him saying, you lost the gold, you lost. I'm like, wait a minute. I worked so hard. I dedicated my whole life, blood, sweat and tears to try to make it to the top. But, you know, it's kind of like that, that saying, like, reach for the stars. And it's like, yeah, that's a dream. And it would have been a dream to win. But I, I came so freaking close. Um, It was not a failure. It was a success. 
that I won the silver. So I, when I look about my skiing career or lessons learned, it's more, it's the journey, love. It is not the medals. It's not, you know, making it to the red carpet. It's not, it's the everyday love and the passion and compassion and th- doing things that you love and making an impact that way. So I see it differently these days. I think it's, it really it woke my eyes up at 17 year old years old it was it was brutal you know in front of millions of people you know when you're a kid you dream of winning the gold not coming second you know and but it was that disappointment that i made made me appreciate everything in life it's it's not one milestone it's that whole place that you're you're on your way that's that's how i see it mm. But okay, but if I was placing that forward now, it's like in times of frustration or disappointment, it's like, it's not necessarily, it's the journey, like appreciating the journey, like no matter what she is. You will be down in the dumps. You'll find a way to peel yourself off the ice, peel yourself, you know, crying in the bathtub. You will, I remember that. It's like those moments where you're like, you kind of just want to give up and, and just let kind of life just go on, you know? But you just, you, there's, as long as you know it's a journey and you have setbacks and disappointments and heartbreaks and you just kind of go like, mm, let's move a little forward. Let's, let's have this hope. Because it's it is a wonderful life, and there are amazing people, and it's you have dreams and aspirations, and keep going forward, and that's how I see it. it's a big journey. It's one big journey. We were talking today, and you're like, it's such a fields of gold moment, Ugh. and I had to say I was hyperventilating in that program. Oh my God, I, can't. I was I was literally going. <gasps> You know, when you cry and you cry such ugly tears and you can't breathe, I was skating and I was crying. Oh. And it was, I think in that most, like at that moment, 21 years old, like that was the biggest heartbreak of my life. You know, I had dreamt of going to the Olympics since I was five, seven years old. And and then I was like, what? Wait, I'm in a gold dress skating to fields of gold. By Eva and all I could see is gold, it's, it's rings. And my t- I couldn't breathe, but it was the, when I look back, like the most beautiful moment. <sighs> Sad, disappointing, but beautiful moment in my life. And <sighs> I think that was also a moment where like, hmm, just enjoy it. Like I was, I looked around and I kept on being like, I'm going to remember for this for the rest of my life. And so appreciative of all the people and all the fans and all the people that were skating with me. It's like, and then I just remember my dad, you know, he put me on the ice at those Olympics. So it's like so appreciative of my family. And it was like such gratitude. I could have just melted in, into the ice. <laughs> you keep giving us really speechless moments I to did. end on. I feel like we should just like, I think that I feel, I think I feel really complete. That's pretty good. Yes, yeah, pretty good. I'm um, gonna like melt now. So, <laughs> like, um, Elliot, yes. we have our, you know, this singles novice bronze adult, adult basic fours. Yeah, first. Just, <laughs> yeah that, I gotta get my basic fours first. Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can just be like my like. We'll bring you in special, like on special times yes. to really just like, cause just I'll teach. T- yeah, tell me what's yes. up. Yes. Make sure we're doing good. Yeah. Tell Did me you, there's a kiss and cry. 
Oh, there has to be a kiss and cry. There will be a kiss. And I was actually, cry. I, yeah. I was going to ask you earlier. Do you, uh, I wonder if the adult competition uses the same IJS that they do. Oh, good. Yes, I'm adult glad I'll have a ten, I, Oh, good. Oh, I'm yeah. glad they'll be cheating if see my cheat my walls. <laughs> they'll be zooming. That's really rude. Yeah. They're going to see that I have a cheated walls. Not anymore. Not since I've been with you, honey. I had cheated walls all day yesterday. Don't you no, remember? No, 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 no. They were all cheated. All my Never. walls were cheated, and I popped like four too. Oh my Just god. Just a couple pops. Oh my god, and I like popped my three turns like it's my job. Oh my god, right. <laughs> I do. It's a problem. Um, I love you so much. Oh my gosh. Um, real. Also, <laughs> let me just. This is. Um, I'll say this for both of us. Uh-huh. When I realized after we were working together, that day, when I like stopped like crying and pointing and being like a weirdo because I really can be around a lot of like really famous people like and be normal. And the first time I met you, I wasn't normal in New York. And then the second time I saw you in Kansas, I continued to be hyper fangirling like hyper hyperventilating as well like I was like just felt very like smelly because I was so stressed out about being in the same car with you I was like oh my god I've never smelled like this before I'm so freaked out like no I was like making like a hormone I've never I've never made it before Uh no so nervous so nervous so nervous truly truly so nervous um and then you made me really feel so comfortable and then I think after like an hour and a half I was like oh my god I was like I think I think Michelle Kwan wants to be like friends with me or something. <laughs> like I think, and then and then I kind of got normal for like ten minutes, and then I went into hyper fangirl mode. I was telling Ellie earlier today, it comes in waves. Yeah, for me, Absolutely. like I feel like I can be friendly, and then I get like, Ugh. <laughs> it does come in waves. Yeah. Um, but really, just thank you so much. It, like becoming friends with you has been one of my most life affirming. Uh, it's really like so life it's of all of the things that have happened in the last year. It's it's one of the things where I'm like, wow, like. It's my personal gold medal. It really is. Mm-hmm. Be much. You have to promise me that you have to keep skating. Because it's, it's, it's the life never stop. That's why I don't I take know. my crash pads off. Really? I can't, like, I can't, like, fracture my hips learning a spiral. You know what I mean? I got it, like, the longevity. I got my bunion pads. I got my crash pads. I'm good. I got it. Um, but, like, just thank you so much for everything. And, Elliot, thank you so much for everything. Truly, I, I mean, Elliot, uh, and this will be the last thing. Really, truly long-lost sister. Truly. Best just so important in my life. Yeah. Thank you so much. Me too. Mm. Uh, love you. Love you so much. Love you, Michelle. I love you guys. Let's go cry together. Let's go You've been listening to Getting Curious with me, Jonathan Benes. My guests this week were figure skaters Michelle Kwan and Elliot Halverson. You'll find links to their work in the episode description of whatever you're listening to the show on. Our theme music is Freak by Quinn. Thank you so much to her for letting us use it. If you enjoyed our show, introduce a friend and please show them how to subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter for more Getting Curious with JVN content at Curious with JVN. Our socials are run and curated by Emily Bosick. Our editor is Andrew Carson and our transcriptionist is Cassie Jerkins. Thank you both. Getting Curious is produced by me, Erica Ghetto, Emily Bosick, Chelsea Jacobson, and Colin Anderson.